You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of naturopathic earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you're doing well today in this cold, crisp December day. Of course, here in Texas, the high is like 75, but I am sensitive to you people who live up north or you're in Europe and you're freezing your buttocks off. And I'm also happy for you people who are in Australia and the Kiwis and the NZ because I have a lot of listeners in the Commonwealth as well, and they're nice and warm. Today, we're going to talk about a depressing topic, and that's no pun intended. We're going to talk about how taking antidepressants when you're pregnant or as they would say in my people's language, embarazada, increases your chances of your kid perhaps getting autism. Now, we have a similar episode we did back around oh, episode 100, if you want to scroll down there, where we talk about the connection. But there's a new study because, as you know, we cannot stop time. And with time, new studies come out. And that original episode was about a year and a half ago, but it's got some good gems. So let's start. Pregnant women can add antidepressants to their laundry list of things to avoid during pregnancy. The results of a recent study revealed that babies exposed to the pharmaceutical drug fluoxetine in the womb can develop autistic-like behavior later on. The study published in the journal Molecular Brain, I like the name of that journal. Some of these journal names are so boring, but Molecular Brain. It's a good name for like a superhero or the nemesis of a superhero also identified a potential therapy for the problem which they could which they claim could enhance memory and help with this problem conventional medicine usually prescribes antidepressants to patients with major depression and post traumatic stress disorder one of the most widely issued pharmaceutical drugs is fluoxetine also known by its brand name of course of Prozac and Serafem pregnant women can often take serotonin reuptake inhibitors to relieve symptoms okay so Prozac and Effexor and Paxil are part of, I'm sorry, not Effexor's, I think SNRI, sorry, uh, Zoloft. These are part of SNRIs or SSRIs, I should say. Now, SSRIs, we've done previous studies on this, and I think it might have been on the, the episode, and you should check it out. 70% of Americans are on at least one prescription drug. We talk about the horrible side effects of SSRIs, suicide ideation, homicide ideation, weight gain, anxiety, sexual dysfunction. And uh, we want to avoid this. Now, it's funny because they say it's it's conventionally prescribed for patients with major depression. No, it's not. It's prescribed for anybody who feels a little, little down. The melancholic blues. Like we have an episode back we did last January. It's like, are you having January blues? You know, are you sad that your bird died? They'll put you on an antidepressant. They'll put you on an antidepressant for anything. You know, if you go to a psychiatrist, they cannot bill your insurance unless they code you with some sort of disorder. That's why the old saying is, if you go see a shrink, you're not going to leave with with no diagnosis. They have to give you a diagnosis to get billed because it's all about the money. So they're they're passing out antidepressants like candy, especially to children. So the withdrawal is a major problem. We've talked about that before. 
how getting off antidepressants is worse than the side effects, so a lot of people just stay on them. But this is a major, major problem. Prozac is still prescribed. I mean, Prozac's heyday was probably about 20 years ago, but, I mean, it's horrible. The side effects are horrendous. In the current study, Duke and U.S. medical school researchers led a collaborative study on the drug's potential effects on the children of its users. Quote, Many human association studies have been conducted to investigate connections between antidepressant exposure during pregnancy and children with autism and attention deficit disorder. Close quote. Explained Duke and U.S. researcher Hyun Sushan J. Quote, but they have not been able to pinpoint a casual relationship. Close quote. Pregnant mice exposed to fluoxetine gave birth to autistic offspring. The Duke NUS study exposed pregnant mice to fluoxetine for 15 days, which corresponds to the second trimester in humans. A control group received saline as a placebo. The offspring of animals from both groups were raised and underwent observations as adults. Researchers took note of the differences in the mice's behavior in two different experiments. In the first experiment, the mice were set down in a Y-shaped maze and left there for 10 minutes. The control group mice investigated all three corridors of the area. Where they, were, they were curious. If they had to enter the arms multiple times, the animals usually chose a section that hadn't been explored recently. However, the fluoxetine-exposed mice displayed less inquisitiveness. They did not try to check out the previously unexplored arms of the maze. For the second experiment, the researchers introduced the mice to two younger animals in succession. Upon the arrival of the second juvenile mice... They're getting to know they're, 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 they're the younger people here. The unexposed mice sniffed the newcomer. The unexposed to the antidepressant. Since they recognized and remembered the first mouse, they didn't pay much heed. In contrast, the fluoxetine, or the Prozac-exposed mice, sniffed both newcomers. Their ability to recognize strangers appeared impaired. Analysis of the nerve signals given off by the fluoxetine-exposed mice revealed changes in the prefrontal cortex. This brain region controlled social behavior in us animals. The Duke and U.S. researchers reported that one of the prefrontal cortex's serotonin receptors displayed excessive activity. It disrupted the transmission of nerve signals from the brain region. Yeah, so serotonin is the neurochemical that allows the nerves to jump across the, uh, what they call it, the synaptic cleft. So, so nerves don't touch each other. Nerves are responsible. They're the main cells in our brain that are responsible for electronic electrical transmission, but they don't touch each other. And uh, when the electrical transmission goes through the dendrite, through the cell body to the axon, which is like the whip, big whip of a neuron that sends the electrical message forward, when it's about to touch the dendrite of another neuron, uh, there's a little gap, and that's where... Uh, and that's where the, the neurotransmitters are released to have that electrical impulse push jumped over the bridge and so forth to get to the next neuron. And that's how electricity is essentially sent through the body. After identifying, after identifying this change, the researchers administered a compound that blocked the serotonin receptor. They found that the serotonin receptor blocker enhanced the social behavior and working memory of the autistic mice. As a follow-up to their study, the researchers planned to check on autistic children whose mothers took antidepressants. They want to scan the prefrontal cortex of the children's brain to see if the latter also had overactive serotonin receptors. The researchers did not mention if the serotonin receptor blocker also had adverse side effects on the tested animals. Quote, This collaborative study by our researchers offer a compelling case for a link between autism and antidepressant exposure in the womb and the animal model and a possible mechanism that could be potentially exploited for future therapy, close quote, says commented Duke NUS researcher Patrick 
Casey. Okay, so that's the end of that particular article. We're going to jump over to one that's over in the Pharmaceutical Journal, the Royal Pharmaceutical Society publication. SSRI antidepressant use in pregnancy linked to autism in children. Again, if you Google this, you're going to see a lot of PubMed articles, and you're going to see a lot of articles, articles by like Scientific America and other um, medical outlets that even talk about this. The use of antidepressants by women during the second or third trimester of pregnancy is associated with an 87% increased risk of autism spectrum disorder, ASD, in children. According to a study published in JAMA Pediatrics, JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association Pediatrics, JAMA is probably the biggest medical journal in the world, that in Lancet over in England. And this 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 is from 2015, but I mean, JAMA is saying it, okay? So it's not even like, oh, this is like Alex Jones. The highest risk was seen in children who had been exposed to SSRIs, which we already talked about. That is the most popular class of antidepressants. Quote, the effect was persistent even after taking into account maternal history of depression, close quote, says research writer Anique Berard, professor of faculty at the University of Montreal at Canada. Although the causes of autism spectrum disorder remain unknown, both genetic and environmental factors are probably involved. Several risk factors such as particular genetic variants, maternal disease, and maternal history of psychiatric disorders have already been linked with autism. And then it goes through how they did a study on 4,700 infants, not mice, infants. And it talks about these links. So look, guys, I'm not going to go through this whole one because we've already talked it. And I want to keep these episodes short. You need to be worried. You need to be worried. Now, if you guys are old and like, I already have kids, I don't care. Right, well, maybe your, your daughter's going to have a kid or your grandson or I don't know, somebody. Somebody's going to have a kid or maybe just people in the streets that you know. But this is concerning, guys. We know that autism was barely diagnosed prior to the 1980s. And now it's 1 in 24 boys born today are going to have some sort of autism spectrum disorder. And it's not something like 1 in 60. I mean, it was unheard of before the 1980s. Now, of course, there, there's different theories, right? Like we didn't have the diagnosis criteria back then. Or maybe, you know, Big Pharma, of course, is going to make the diagnosis criteria very specific. Therefore, more kids will be diagnosed with it. So, therefore, they can have more drugs and funding. Or maybe it is the environmental factors, genetic factors. And so, what has really changed in the last 40 years? The vaccination rate. Right? Genetically modified food was introduced back in the 90s. Electromagnetic radiation. I mean, there's a host of things. The push on Big Pharma drugs. So, it could be the Prozac. I mean, this is all disconcerting, and this should really worry you. This should really worry you because if more kids are born with autism, especially on the on the you know the worsened side of the spectrum, this is less people that can work, and for you older people, they're going to support you in Social Security later on. Our workforce will be debilitated. I mean, there are more people that are going to have to be on disability. So this is a major problem. I mean, this should be investigated. I mean, go to that episode I did on Sujin G. Komen. The scam that is Sujin G. Komen. That's probably around episode 120. And breast cancer awareness gets so much attention every was October where everyone's wearing, wearing pink. But, you know, more more men die from prostate and colorectal cancer than, than breast cancer. But, you know, who cares about the men? But there are more important issues than just breast cancer. And one of them is our children being raised or developing autism. This should be getting a full monthly attention and figuring out what are the causes. Now, I think the powers that be, the ruling elite, know what are the causes. They just don't want us to know because, of course, lawsuits and it could be a form of population control. 
Just like I think how the, the powers that be know the cures for cancer and they use it for their own, but they're not going to give it to us because, again, it's a form of population control. And if you doubt that the ruling elite are interested in population control, then you are not woke. You're not in the know. You're not in the cognoscenti, as they would say. So look that up. I mean, Club of Rome. You probably don't even know Club of Rome is an elite group. They had white papers back in the 50s talking about population control, eugenics, Margaret Sanger. Go to that video I did on Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, and eugenics. I mean, we don't have time for this. But my point is just understand that there definitely is an agenda to limit the population. And some of you are like, well, that's good, Gregory. That's good because the world's overpopulated. No, it is not. Go to that video. The world is not overpopulated. It's a gigantic lie to justify these things for sterilization, forced contraceptive, contraceptives by choice, abortion, all these things are pushed on us because they're indoctrinating us to the point where like Lenin used to use that great term of having useful idiots, right? People doing your bidding. You just impart in them whatever philosophy you want and they'll just do the bidding for you without even asking whether or not that this philosophy is grounded in anything. And that's what you have with population issues. So anyways, guys, just focus on this. Don't take antidepressants when you're pregnant. Don't take any medications, honestly, when you're pregnant. Uh, make sure you take a lot of iodine because your your kid could have lower IQ. If it doesn't get iodine, limit the fluoride to get the fluoride filter. Put in your shower head. Get a fluoride filter for your water because fluoride lowers IQ points. There was a study done by Harvard seven years ago. It lowers IQ points by five to ten points in African-American children. And so I would just think, well, you know, if it's African-American children, it's probably all children. So, I mean, there are things that you need to do to protect yourself and definitely don't get the flu vaccine because, you know, now they're, they want you, they want you, pregnant women and old people and children to get the flu vaccine. But if you look at the literature 50 years ago, they're like, please, pregnant women, old people, children, don't get the flu vac because there's thimerosal mercury still in it. Guys, wake up. The website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles and food recipes. If you want to support us, I made that announcement. I have my book, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, just came out. Click on the episode notes. Go to Amazon and search for it. Uh, I think it's $4.99 on Kindle. Confessions of an Obese Child, you can buy that as well. If you want one-on-one coaching, click on the Clarity FM link. That'll take you over to Clarity. It's $1.66 a minute. We can talk about weight loss, toxins in the food, whatever you want to talk about. Go to the food recipe articles on Naturopathic Earth. Click on the Amazon links and anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through those links, we get a 2% commission and no expense to you. If you just want to donate some money, click on the uh, PayPal me link and then you can donate five bucks to help support the website and the web, the podcast. And of course, we have three podcasts here, Holistic Health News, the Essential Oil and Herbal Apothecary, which we're rolling out those oils and then Confessions of an Obese Child. So go subscribe and post an honest review for all of them. Until next time, take care, protect yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.